Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. All right, here we are for Friday for our morning prayer service um, on this Friday, October 13th. So I want to thank you so much for taking some time to um, get your day started here with me um, in this um, Anglican practice of the daily office, uh, going through our liturgy of morning prayer. Um, hopefully it uh, helps provide some um, some structure, some framework for your uh, time in the Word and time with the Lord, and um, just like it did for me. And uh, yeah, that's why I wanted to put this podcast out there, just to um, introduce you uh, to this practice. And and if it uh, if it resonates with you, if it works for you, then uh, it's something you can keep going. So. So anyway, yeah, thank you so much for joining me here. Um, I'm going to be reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you would like to follow along um, with that service, or if you want to learn more about the ACNA, um, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. Uh, on that homepage, there is a tab for resources. Uh, if you click on that... Then on that page, scroll down to Book of Common Prayer and click on that. And from there, you should be able to get links to all the various uh, services in the prayer book, including Common Prayer. Or Morning Prayer, pardon me. <laughs> in, in the Book of Common Prayer. There we go. Um, another website that is useful for following along with the liturgy is dailyoffice2019.com. Again, that's dailyoffice2019.com. Um, that website includes the the text of the liturgy as well as of the readings uh, from Scripture. So, um, so yeah, so you can just kind of follow just straight down on the one page. So, um, so that's another option. Um, but of course, if you just want to listen and pray, uh, that is totally fine. So. Let's take a moment just to quiet our hearts and uh, prepare ourselves for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for Friday, October 13th, 2023. This is the Friday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. And we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. <clears throat> Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. 
Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And, apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite. Venite is Psalm 95. Um, but it begins and ends with an antiphon. I just learned that term now. Um, it's basically a a phrase that is spoken and a response from the congregation. And the response in this case is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. The psalm appointed for this morning prayer for the 13th day of the month. Uh, It's just one psalm today, uh, since it is kind of lengthy. 
is Psalm 68. Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him also flee before him. As the smoke vanishes, so shall you drive them away. And as wax melts before the fire, so let the ungodly perish before the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. O sing unto God, and sing praises unto his name. Magnify him who rides upon the heavens. The Lord is his name. Rejoice before him. He is a father of the fatherless, and defends the cause of the widows, God in his holy habitation. He is the God who gives the solitary a home, and brings the prisoners out of captivity, but lets the rebellious dwell in a desert land. O God, when you went forth before the people, when you went through the wilderness, the earth shook, and the heavens poured forth rain at the presence of God, even as Sinai also was moved at the presence of God, who is the God of Israel. You, O God, sent a gracious rain upon your inheritance, and refreshed the land when it was weary. Your congregation found a dwelling there. For you, O God, of your goodness have provided for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those who proclaimed the tidings. Kings with their armies fled. They fled, and the women at home divided the spoil. Though you have lain among the sheepfolds, yet shall you be like the wings of a dove that are covered with silver, and whose feathers shine like gold. When the Almighty scattered kings, it was as if it snowed in Zalmon. As the hill of Bashan, so is God's hill, even as a high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high hills? This is God's hill, on which it pleases him to dwell. Surely the Lord will abide on it forever. The chariots of God are twenty thousand, even thousands of angels, and the Lord has come from Sinai into the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have led captivity captive and received gifts from men even from your enemies, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Praised be the Lord daily, even as the God who helps us and pours his benefits upon us. He is our God, the God from whom salvation comes. God is the Lord, by whom we escape death. God shall wound the head of his enemies, and the hairy scalp of those who persist in their wickedness. The Lord has said, I will bring back my people again, as I did from Bashan. My own will I will bring back again, as I did before from the depths of the sea. That your foot may be dipped in the blood of your enemies, and that the tongues of your dogs may be red with blood. Your solemn procession is seen, O God, how you go into the sanctuary my God and King. 
The singers go before, the musicians follow after. In the midst are the maidens playing the timbrels. Give thanks unto God in the congregations, unto the Lord, the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin, their ruler, and the princes of Judah, their council. The princes of Zebulun, the princes of Naphtali. O God, send forth your strength. Establish, O God, what you have wrought in us. For your temple's sake at Jerusalem, kings shall bring presents unto you. Rebuke the beasts that dwell among the reeds, a herd of bull, bulls with their calves. Rebuke the peoples who trample on those whom you have tried as silver, and scatter the peoples who delight in war. Then shall they bring tribute out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, O you kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord. Unto God, who sits in the heavens over all from the beginning, he sends out his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe power to God over Israel. His worship and strength are in the clouds. O God, you are wonderful in your holy places. The God of Israel will give strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the second book of Kings, beginning with the fourth chapter and the first verse. Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. But the creditors come to take my two children to be his slaves. And Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what have you in this house? And she said, Your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, Go outside. Borrow vessels from all your neighbors, empty vessels, and none t not too few. And go in and shut the door behind you and your sons, and pour into all these vessels. And when one is full, set it aside. So she went from him and shut the door behind herself and her sons, and as she poured, they brought the vessels to her. When the vessels were full, she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another. Then the oil stopped flowing. She came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on the rest. One day, Elisha went on to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in there to eat food. And she said to her husband, Behold now, I know that this is a holy man of God, who is continually passing our way. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls, and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp, so that whenever he comes to us he can go in there. One day he came there, and he turned into the chamber and rested there. And he said to Gehazi his servant, 
Call the Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him, and he said to her, Say now to her, See, you have taken all this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. He said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said, At this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my lord, O man of God, do not lie to your servant. But the woman conceived, and she bore a son about that time the following spring, as Elisha had said to her. When the child had grown, he went out one day to his father among the reapers, and he said to his father, Oh, my head, my head! The father said to his servant, Carry him to his mother. And when he had lifted him and brought him to his mother, the child sat on her lap till noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and shut the door behind him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys, that I may quickly go to the man of God and come back again. And he said, Why will you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. She said, All is well. Then she saddled the donkey and she said to her servant, Urge the animal on. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her coming, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Look, there's the Shunammite. Run at once to meet her and say to her, Is all well with you? Is all well with your husband? Is all well with the child? And she answered, All is well. And when she came to the mountain of the man of God, she caught hold of his feet. And Gehazi came to push her away. But the man of God said, Leave her alone, for she is in bitter distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, Did I ask my Lord for a son? Did I say, Do not deceive me? He said to Gehazi, Tie up your garment, and take my staff in your hand and go. If you meet anyone, do not greet him, and if anyone greets you, do not reply. And lay my staff on the face of the child. Then the mother of the child said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead and laid the staff on the face of the child. But there was no sound or sign of life. Therefore he returned to meet him and told him, The child is not awakened. <clears throat> when Elisha came into the house, he saw the child lying dead on this bed. So he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Then he went up and lay on the child. 
putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, and his hands on his hands. And as he stretched himself upon him, the flesh of the child became warm. Then he got up again and walked once back and forth in the house, and went up and stretched himself upon him. The child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Then he summoned Gehazi and, call, and said, Call this Shunammite. So he called her, and when she came to him he said, Pick up your son. She came and fell at his feet, bowing to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. And Elisha came again to Gilgal, where there was a famine in the land. And as the sons of the prophets were sitting before him, he said to his servant, Set on the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. One of them went out into the field to gather herbs, and found a wild vine and gathered from it his lap full of wild gourds, and came and cut them up into the pot of stew, not knowing what they were. And they poured out some for the men to eat. But while they were eating of the stew, they cried out, O oh man of God, there is death in the pot! And they could not eat it. He said, Then bring flour. And he threw it into the pot and said, Pour some out for the men that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. A man came from Baal Shalishah, bringing the man of God bread of the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. And Elisha said, Give to the men that they may eat. But his servant said, How can I set this before a hundred men? So he repeated, Give them to the men, that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, They shall eat, and have some left. So he set it before them, and they ate, and had some left, according to the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Tadeum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, 
and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the first epistle of St. John, beginning with the second chapter and the seventh verse. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I am writing to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness, and walks in the darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist is coming, So now many antichrists have come. Therefore we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might become plain that they all all are not of us. But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever confesses the Son has the Father also. Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, 
then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he made to us, eternal life. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. But the anointing that you received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything, and is true, and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in continual godliness, that through your protection it may be free from all adversities and devoutly serve you in good works to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Now feel free to pause right here and to uh, bring your own needs and concerns before the Lord in your own words. Um, we'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. <clears throat> All right, now let us uh, thank the Lord for everything good he has bestowed upon us in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let's pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but, above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory throughout all ages. 
Amen. <clears throat> Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for joining me here for morning prayer. Uh, if you'd like to get back with me with any uh, feedback or any prayer requests, um, you can reach out to me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at commonprayer419. Um, also be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Um, any uh, positive ratings and reviews can help um, make this podcast more visible to those just browsing in there, browsing looking for material like this to listen to. So any positive ratings would uh, be greatly appreciated. Um, and yeah, we'll come back together here for evening prayer later on today, but, um, until then we'll wrap things up and, um, this has been common prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much again for joining me. Um, God bless you today and I'll see you next time.